I woke up this morning smiling and thanking Jesus for answering my prayers. Finally, Caleb slept for a full five-hour stretch last night. He woke to eat, then slept for another four hours. We aren't back to the sleeping through the night like it was before the hospital, but it's definitely better than the every hour wakings it's been since we got home. I'm so glad that it appears we're getting back to sleeping. Mama needs it. Other than last night, lately it feels like I'm back at the newborn stage with the way Caleb's sleeping. But the doctor said he's probably trying to make up for the calories from all the weight he lost from the days leading up to being diagnosed with type 1 diabetes. So I'm nursing on demand again so he can get all the calories he needs. But that means no sleep for mama for a while. But that's okay. It's what my baby needs right now. So we're making it work. But as soon as he is back at weight, it's back to the taking care of babies method to get him to sleep through the night again. If you have a baby or a baby on the way, I highly recommend checking out her course. She's the baby sleep whisperer for sure. You want to get your baby to sleep, to sleep well, and have healthy sleep habits all through their life. This is the best course. It's easy. It's actually pretty quick to do. So if you're in that newborn stage, you don't have to worry about time frame because it's a fast learning course. I have a link so you can get the course at an affordable rate. Head over to bit.ly sleep train for mama or click the link in the show notes to get her course so both you and your baby can sleep again. If you're going to be working through it soon, let me know. We can do it together. Stay tuned for six tips to help loving life in the infant stage of motherhood. That's what we're talking about today because I'm not in the infant stage anymore, but I feel like it. And it reminds me what it was like to be in that infant stage. And I know I'm not the only mama who's been there because we're all moms. Our babies were all infants at one point, right? But these tips can really be applied and help in any stage with your kiddos. So don't tune out just because you may not have infants anymore. These can help in any season. This episode is full of amazing tidbits no matter your child's age. Hey mama, welcome to Restored Mama. Do you wish your days didn't go by in a blur because you are so busy? Ready to kill it as a homeschool mom trying to juggle home, family, and business as well? Does it feel like you're just trying to survive the day until you put your kids to bed? Do you need a time management strategy to balance it all? Hey, I'm Jen. I too was a mom that was trying to do it all but accomplishing nothing. I too felt worn out and drained and wished for freedom and balance in my life. I wanted to enjoy life and live out the calling God placed on me. But I kept telling myself life was always going to be this busy and I would never escape being that hot mess mom who lost her identity to motherhood. Until I found structure and time management strategies that actually work. In this podcast, you will find ways to prioritize to help you balance it all, learn habits to bring ease in your day, God-centered conversations to help you focus on what is really important, and ways to enjoy motherhood so that you will be able to go to bed feeling accomplished and loving life again. Warm up that cold coffee, kick up your feet. You deserve a break. I want your help. Send me an email at restoredmamapodcast at gmail.com or pop in the Facebook community and let me know what you want to hear. Where are you at right now? What would benefit you the most? I have so much content that I have yet to record on my list of possible episodes, but I want to make sure I'm getting you what you need. So please let me know. I want this to benefit you in the way that you're looking for. So please let me know what you need and I will do an episode on it. You can also hop on and give me a speak pipe at speakpipe.com slash restored mama of how restored mama has helped you. And then you can get your voice on the podcast. How cool is that? It's like a voice message testimonial. 
pretty cool. I'd love to hear how this podcast has helped you and hear your beautiful voice. And if you don't want to talk, that's okay. You can leave a written review and get a chance to have it read here. I love hearing from all of you, no matter what avenue it's from. Did you have a great Mother's Day? I certainly hope you felt loved and appreciated, even if mom duties never stopped. And if you listened to my episode last Thursday, it was an episode dedicated to you moms that just don't feel like you can do it. You're stressed, you're overwhelmed, you may not have anybody on your side to tell you how great you're doing. So I encourage you, if you didn't listen to it, go back and listen to it. It's episode 64. It was aired last Thursday. So please head over, listen to it. It'll give you some encouragement. The mom duties over here never stop. I'm certain they don't for you either. But I have an amazing husband and kids that are so helpful. They make me feel so loved and appreciated. So I really enjoyed my Mother's Day. Even though my mom duties never stop, especially since I'm still breastfeeding and I have a child that's been waking up all hours still, they never stop. So lack of sleep has really gotten me, but that's okay. It's just a season. But this is a season that many mamas can't just say that's okay to. They're completely drained and exhausted and have a hard time just getting through the day, let alone enjoying the season. So how do you make it through the season and be able to enjoy it despite the lack of sleep? I have six tips and then a bonus, so I guess it's actually seven tips for you to be able to love the infant stage, sleep or no sleep. No, I'm not talking things like what they all say when you have a newborn, sleep when they sleep. Okay, sure, you have just one. That might be possible. If you're a stay-at-home mom, you don't work, you don't work from home, you don't work out of the house, you have some extra help with the house and cooking and cleaning and all your all your duties. But the moment you have more than one, Sleep when they sleep goes out the window. We're talking real life things today that you can actually do no matter how many kids you have. When people would tell me to make sure I slept when they slept, it would actually make me frustrated. I'd think, no way, I wish I could, but I have all this to do. And when they sleep is the only time I can do it. Then I had more kids and was told that and I just laughed. Said, yeah, right. And leave my two-year-old out there to fend for himself? I don't think so. Now, if their afternoon nap times overlap, which I'm able to make happen most days, then I do take a little power nap, maybe 10, 15 minutes, but that's it. I have definitely mastered the power nap and it is a huge help. It's not one of my tips today, but if you can figure out the power nap, it's my saving grace some afternoons. So figure that out and it will give you that push you need. So maybe today's eight tips. Of course, there are ways to help the sleep aspect of it. So again, head over to bit.ly slash sleep train for mama and taking care of babies can help with those with the sleep aspect of it but some of the other aspects of it we're going to tackle here today all right number one and the main one is lean on jesus he gives you miraculous strength and energy psalms 46 says god is our refuge and strength always ready to help in times of trouble so we will not fear when earthquakes come and the mountains crumble into the sea. Let the oceans roar and foam. Let the mountains tremble as the waters surge. A river brings joy to the city of our God, the sacred home of the Most High. God is our refuge and strength and always ready to help. So why not lean on him? Why not let him help when he's there ready and waiting? He will give you miraculous strength, miraculous energy. 
for whatever it is that you need to tackle that day. Whether it is just getting the kids in the bath without making a huge mess or they do make a huge mess and you just have to deal with it and figure it out and clean it up, he will give you the strength and energy to do it. If it is something so difficult, like like managing a difficult diagnosis, like what we had to go through with Caleb recently, he will give you the strength and the energy to deal with it. He doesn't bring those situations into your life, but he does help you manage them and he helps you get through them and work through them and he turns them around for good. So whatever it is that you're working on, you're going through, you're dealing with, lean on Jesus. And if you are in that infant stage and you can't sleep and they're keeping you awake all night long, lean on Jesus. Make sure you find, even if it's just a few moments, to sit and focus on Jesus. He will give you the strength and the energy in a miraculous way that you can't even describe or explain to get through that day and bedtime comes and you may be totally worn out and exhausted, but you made it through. The number two is no, it's not just okay. It's good and it's important to give them independent play. So number two is give them independent play. You don't have to be right there next to them sitting by their side 24-7. It's okay to let them play on their own, to learn how to entertain themselves. Yes, of course, you need to be in the room, eyes on them, or at least make sure they're safe when you have to step away and go to the bathroom, make sure they're in a safe area. But they need to be able to be independent and play on their own, keep themselves entertained. It's going to be beneficial for both of you when they get a little bit older if they can entertain themselves. So set them down in a safe area with a play mat or something and give them a little tummy time. You can be there with them, or if you need to get something done, sit next to them or in a chair across the room, whatever it is that you want to do that you feel comfortable doing, but let them play a bit on their own without you right there in their face entertaining them. And obviously some babies are a little bit more needy than others when it comes to having you right there and giving them attention. But if you start in their infant stage, letting them learn how to play independently That is going to grow with them and stick with them as they grow up. And it's crucial that a child knows how to entertain themselves without electronics. You know how I feel about electronics if you've listened to any of these episodes. So without the electronics, without all the crazy things that we have nowadays to entertain our kids, if they can entertain themselves and play independently, that is a major life skill for the rest of their lives. And it starts now. It starts at infancy. Number three, when they are fussy and you need a break, there's two things that I always go to. Water and outside. If it's your infant and it's too hot outside or it's too cold outside and you really don't want to go through the effort of bundling them up to keep them warm, you can do water. Turn on the faucet and just run their head, the top of their head, and just kind of massage their head underneath the water. Or let their hands just run underneath the flowing faucet. Or let them sit in a bath. Water is amazing at curing an inconsolable baby. It's amazing. Next time that your baby is super fussy or really cranky in a way that you just can't figure out what is going on, put them in the water. Maybe your baby doesn't like water. There are those rare occasions that a baby doesn't like water. You can go outside. Even if it's cold, bundle them up. If it's hot, stay under the shade. Put some sunscreen on them, of course. But take them outside. The sunshine or even the clouds in the sky, just the fresh air is amazing 
for anybody's attitude, whether it's an infant, toddler, teenager, or you. It'll help you change your own perspective, and it'll help get the baby out of the house. It'll help them see something new and exciting, even if they saw it yesterday. It's new and exciting today. Water and fresh air are the two top go-tos that you should always have for a child of any age. For a different example, with a little older child, um, James, he's two and a half now. He loves water and outside as well. So if I'm in the kitchen and he just is really needy, needs my attention, I turn the faucet on, I give him some plastic dishes, and he cleans those dishes like crazy. He loves it. I get cooking done. He's entertained, but he's there in the kitchen with me too, so he's happy. If I'm not going to be in the kitchen and I can't observe him in the water or the bathtub, we'll go outside. Open up the door, get some fresh air, even when it's raining. I make sure he is bundled up in his jacket, of course, and then he goes outside and he loves the rain. He'll stand in the rain, he'll hold his hands out. This happened just the other day, actually, and it was warm rain, so it was nice. He held his hands out, he let the rain go on his hands, and then he licked his hands, and his hands were clean, don't worry. (laughs) He licked his hands, and he just had so much fun letting the rain fall on his face and his hands, and he started dancing in it. It's just being outside, whether it's sunny, rainy, snowy, whatever it may be, being outside brings a new joy and a whole new perspective to what could be a really rough day. Number four, when you have an infant and you're struggling getting stuff done, wear your baby. I love my wrap. I had a Moby wrap, but I was also given another one. I can't remember the brand of it, but it was given to me by a friend. It was like the Moby wrap, just a thinner fabric. I loved it. I used it every day. And now my baby's a little bit bigger and the wrap doesn't work as well for me. So I have a different type of carrier, but I still wear Caleb all the time and I make James walk himself. I don't carry him. I don't wear him. He's two and a half, but I did wear him for a very long time. And it helps you be able to get a lot done when they may need your constant attention or they just, maybe they're not feeling good or they're tired, but they don't want to sleep wear them. You can get most anything done when you're wearing your baby. Now, the next two are definitely something that should follow you the rest of your life, not just when your child is an infant. But number five is let others help. It's really hard to do it on your own. We're not created to do things on our own. Let others help you. Don't be afraid or ashamed to ask for help or to say you can't do it all because you can't. I'm sorry to break it to you, You cannot do it all on your own. No one can. Ask your spouse for help. Ask your older kids for help. If you can't ask your spouse or you don't have any older kids to ask for help, ask your friends. Build a community at church of women who are there for each other that can help you. If you have family around, ask your family for help. Bring others alongside you in this journey so you're not alone. We weren't created to do life alone. God made Eve to be a suitable helper for Adam. From the very start of creation, we were not created to do life alone. So what makes you any different? How are you able to do life alone? You shouldn't, and you can't. If you can do everything on your own, then you're definitely not living out the calling that God has put on your life because you weren't created to do things alone. And you're probably not doing everything you're supposed to be doing that God has asked you to do 
because you're not bringing others alongside you. Maybe that's a little harsh, but you need to let others help you. You need to ask for help and you need to be a part of a community to help you. If you don't have that community yet, I've talked about this a lot, but if you don't have that community yet, you can come on over to our Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash restored mama and come join our group. We will give you the support and the help that we can from afar. We may not be there in person, but we are here for you and to support you. So come join us, start building your community, and then find some like-minded moms around you. Okay, number six, less is more. I would like to be a minimalist. Uh, I strive to be a minimalist, but I'm not. There's things that I like to hold on to for sentimental value. There's things I like to hold on to because, well, I might need it someday. But I definitely don't have a lot and I don't have a whole lot of extra. I'm not so sentimental where I hold on to every little piece. I choose wisely. And if I don't have a place for it, I don't keep it, whether I like it or not. Everything has to have a place. But it's the same thing for your kids. Less is more. If you're looking at a cluttered space, if you're looking at a whole room just massively full of toys, it all becomes this big mess and horde of toys. And the kids, especially kids, you're probably overwhelmed just walking in that room, but especially your kids, when they walk in that room, all they see is just this mess of toys. They don't see the individual toys. Maybe they love their Legos, but their Legos are all over the place. So they don't end up playing with them because they can't find them. It's the same with your infants, even. If you have a mass of toys in front of your infant, it just becomes this big mess. Give them a couple toys to choose from. Don't overwhelm them with toys. Don't overwhelm them with things. Let them pick the toys they want to play with and entertain themselves with those toys. And then you can swap them out. Keep them fresh, keep them new. Maybe every few days, trade out the box so they have different toys. But less is more. If your infant is overwhelmed, it's definitely difficult for them to enjoy themselves and play independently because they're going to get overwhelmed, stressed, and frustrated. Yes, it can even happen to an infant. And then you're going to need to go rescue them and think that they're just bored when in reality, they don't know what to do because they just see this mess of toys. Same like your toddler walking into a toy room where there's all these toys and they're overwhelmed and they don't know where to go or what to do or what to play with. They need your direction. So treat your infant like you would a toddler and give them direction. Hand them a toy. Hand them a different toy and help them work with them without this huge mess of toys in front of them. Okay, quick recap. Number one is lean on Jesus for your strength and energy. Two, it's okay and it's good to give them independent play. Three, water and outside are miraculous. (laughs) Four, wear your baby. Wear them. Five, let others help. Ask them for help. Six, less is more. Don't overwhelm your child. All right, ready for the bonus? This is a fun one. Give yourself grace, mama. Like I said, you were not created to do this alone. You're not supposed to do this alone. It's a lot. It's hard. Being a mom is not an easy job. Being a mom is hard. Give yourself the grace. Don't put so much pressure on yourself to be perfect. You're not perfect and you never will be. 
So give yourself grace. Let yourself make mistakes and then learn from them and do better next time. Remember, this truly is a season. No matter what season you're in, infant, toddler, or teen, those kiddos are only this age once. You don't want to miss out because you put so much pressure on yourself to be perfect, to do what you thought you had to do, and then you didn't enjoy the season with them. You don't have to be the perfect mom. You just have to be the mom that they need. So when you get worn out, when you get stressed, when you get frustrated, when your baby isn't sleeping at night, you can wake up the next day and know we'll get through it. It's a season, but I am going to enjoy this, whatever season this is. And no matter how tired I am, I'm going to get through this. And God is my miraculous strength and provision. So thank you, Jesus. And just go through your day. Don't beat yourself up when you make a mistake or you yell at your toddler because you're so exhausted that you can't control yourself. Apologize. Say, I'm so sorry, mommy yelled. I'm really tired. Maybe I just need a nap. I will try to do better next time. An apology goes a long way. Give yourself grace. You can do this, mama. We got this. We'll be tired together, and we'll do the Taking Care of Babies course together. All right, I'm excited. You got this, Mama. Go get some rest. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. If you liked the episode, please take a moment to leave a review. This helps to get Restored Mama out there into the world to help more mamas like you find the joy and freedom in the restoration God has waiting for them. If you like Mama's show, leave a review. It will help her get seen. I would love to hear your story, where you're at, and what you're hoping to learn and gain from Restored Mama. Send me an email at restoredmamapodcast at gmail.com to fill me in on your journey. I can't wait to hang out with you again next time. Until then, I hope this has blessed you today, and I can't wait to see what God is going to do in your life.